0: Hey everybody, I'm Steve Wollenhaus and this is Anatomy of Success. Welcome this week, nine reasons why leaders need to be better at showing appreciation. Glad you joined us. Let's get started. Again, this is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse. Glad you're here, here for the first time. Welcome. If you're returning, then we appreciate your continued commitment. Hope you spread the word. Subscribe, rate, review the podcast, and then head over to weatherology.com. Find the Weatherology mobile app. Take advantage of that. It is free. And then find me under About Us at the top of that page. You'll find links to LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Now doing some things on TikTok as well as on YouTube. You know, in a dog-eat-dog world, it's real easy for people to become anesthetized to the simplicity of expressing kindness and appreciation. Everyone's in a big hurry, climbing over people to get to the top. And it seems like a logical approach to get your fair share at the expense of somebody else. That scarcity mentality, of course. This mindset that was played out in reality on TV, on reality TV shows, and all over social media, in the news. This harsh, belligerent, vindictive mentality is pervasive. And a generation of people are learning that success is really achieved by Being obstinate, brutal, overly opinionated, and pushing your beliefs on somebody else. Ironically, it's the absolute opposite that's true in successful companies speaking from personal experience. After 37 years of running the most successful business of its kind in the world, I'd like to think I know a little something about assembling remarkable people that rise to the occasion and do remarkable things. And that is precisely what my team at Weatherology does. We celebrate leaders, unfortunately, in our culture. Culture that talk louder, shout, they're being articulate and charismatic at the expense of listening and communicating with real empathy and real authority. We idolize outrageous behavior and identify with bravado instead of appreciating respect and empathy. We encourage being extroverted and hustling to the point of exhaustion opposed to walking away from work when it's necessary and emphasizing self-care, family, health on a daily basis givers often seem weak and vulnerable in this world we've created for ourselves and it's understandable in a culture that recognizes alpha attributes and they are important but they need to be domesticated however takers become empowered in corporate cultures where the standard has been set by terrible leadership that we take and we pretend we're nice people. We say all the right things and implement all the right programs to create the perception of virtue. But deep down inside, they have a vacuous soul. So as Marl Proust famously said, let us be grateful to the people who make us happy. They are the charming gardeners who make our souls blossom. So to improve a spirit of generosity at work, here are nine things that will improve by showing more appreciation. Number one, more positive attitudes. Look around today, there's a lot of negativity, a lot of cynicism. When we express gratitude to another person, it improves everyone's attitude. It also encourages reciprocity. People that feel appreciated express appreciation to other people. When our organization is filled with positive people, it becomes highly contagious. More happy people. Many people dislike their jobs, and the evidence supporting that claim very clear. (laughs) About 85% of all people suggest on surveys that they're unhappy with their present position, largely because of poor leadership. It results in living for the weekend and dreading Monday mornings, that cycle of self-abuse. When we cultivate a culture of joy and happiness at work, everyone's morale and mood elevates. It starts by communicating respectfully toward one another and using a positive vernacular. Words inspire if used properly. Unfortunately, a lot of the words we're infusing into our corporate environments today have a very specific political origin. And when we contaminate our culture with this belief system that originates in some very dark and one-sided political perspectives, we're not teaching people what we believe we're teaching them. We're offering them one anecdote with the intention of reaching some kind of conclusion consistent with some prejudice. That's not how you make people happy, folks. That's how you create division. Next, more engagement. Happy people are more productive and much more engaged at work. Our job as leaders is to help people discover intrinsic rewards that make work more gratifying. By showing appreciation, we encourage people to do their best and explore their curiosities. And that stimulates more engagement. More innovation. When people are more engaged, they take more calculated risks and they push the limits of their imagination. Creativity improves and innovation results from people focusing on new ideas and making contributions that improve the organization for everybody's benefit. More trust. Science has shown when we show appreciation, it builds trust. At Claremont University, research has indicated when we offer recognition immediately after a goal is met, trust improves, especially when it's tangible, unexpected, personal, and expressed publicly as well as privately. Northrup Christine said this, Feeling grateful or appreciative of someone or something in our life actually attracts more of the things that we appreciate and value in our life. Next, more longevity. This is no surprise, but when people are happy and feel challenged at work, they stay longer. The cost of turnover is incredibly high in business, and especially today. Retaining quality people is worth the time and the effort and the energy, and it doesn't happen by an endless stream of extrinsic rewards. People desire more than what we're offering in our workplace today, and we need to celebrate their accomplishments and do it frequently. More efficient, research has shown that giving recognition results in 22% increases in productivity and quality of work performance. The little things we do, they add up, like saying thank you or excellent job. I might remind folks that as we talk here at Anatomy of Success, we focus on my four tenets of equanimity, better health, healthy relationships, healthy intimate relationships, and more satisfying work, which happens to be the subject today. But these things are relevant in our relationships as well, like we just discussed. Offering our friends a boost of confidence, an unsolicited compliment goes a long way to fortifying the trust and build the stability in those relationships. More smiles and more laughter, also relevant in friendships as well as relationships at work. Want to make somebody smile? Say thank you. Want to make somebody laugh? Even better. And some people are gifted at it. For some reason, people take themselves way too seriously, as if laughter is a sign of weakness or human fallibility, especially today. Everybody's way too overly sensitive about their personal little feelings, and they walk around with this laundry list of grievances, and God forbid anybody provokes whatever it is they're wrestling with. Those are your own personal problems. Sort through it. It's not our responsibility to bend over backwards and waltz around your delicate emotions all day long. People got to be tougher than that, but we can't smile and laugh a lot more and diffuse some of that tension by helping people that are a little uptight appreciate. Relax, okay? You're making the world all about you, Mr. or Mrs. I'm at the center of the universe. Relax. Remove yourself from the center of the world and let's stop obsessing about how everything needs to be about you and let's focus on a collective viewpoint that benefits everybody. All the research is clear. When we laugh and smile, it's incredibly contagious and it also alleviates stress and anxiety. Get good at making people people smile, it's a simple way to show appreciation each and every day. finally, more great leaders, which we desperately need. As leaders, we are commissioned with the responsibility of cultivating new leaders. We need to coach and mentor our teams. A study from the OC Tanner Institute showed almost 90% of employees felt inspired right after they received recognition. Lift people up, build their self-confidence, encourage ownership in your operation. In the long run, you get a business that demands less of our time and more highly engaged people. Plato said this, a grateful mind is a great mind which eventually attracts to itself great things. Hope you enjoyed this conversation on nine reasons why leaders need to be better at showing appreciation. And this certainly pertains in our personal and professional and intimate relationships as well. If you enjoyed this conversation, rate and review the podcast. Otherwise, we'll see you back here next week. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic.